Hello and welcome to What a Terrible Idea. Today, there are no terrible ideas. We had some excellent ideas and have just returned from Hybrid Holiday. Uh, nice short little roundup of all things hybrid coming up today. We've just got the one workshop currently in the diary on the 20th of July at Sweatbox in Bristol. Um, so message us or go to the website if you would like to book on that. And then all of the first team are back from international duties and MPS will be resuming at its usual time of 8.45 at Sweatbox this Saturday if you're in Bristol. Um, that is it. Nothing else you need to know about hybrid. Um, so today's episode, we're just going to tell you all of our favourite things from five of the best days we've had so far this year in Slovenia on hybrid holiday. But first, as always, a fact of the day, so you go back just a little bit cleverer. Ali. So, fact of the day today, um, pretty, pretty mental really. The weight of the average cumulus cloud, which is a fluffy cloud, this is a good fact from uh, Beck actually. I'm impressed with this one. Um, is 500 kilos. What? I thought it was more than that. 1.1 million pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 500. Yeah, 1.1. Yeah, no, new enough. That's right. Yeah, Hang yeah, on, yeah, that's yeah. not right at all. 1.1 <laughs> million pounds. Oh, yeah. 500,000. Yeah. 50,000. 500,000 kilos, fuck me, that was hard to work yeah, out. Yeah, a lot more than 500 kilos. Yeah, yeah. 500,000 kilos. Yeah, that's big. And it's just yeah, floating yeah. in the air. Just floating in the air. 500,000 kilos. Is 500,000 kilos 1.1 million pounds over two? Near enough, yeah. Basically, yeah. That's unbelievable, really. It's big AF, that. Yeah. Unbelievable. And it's just floating around in just the air. Just floating around in the air above your head. <laughs> Water. Might fall on your head. That's about 100 elephants. <laughs> just above your head that's, that's so heavy that's a great fact it's crazy isn't it yeah it's more than 500 elephants is it how much elephant you, I? I don't know <laughs> I don't think you said 100 things. elephants anyway yeah you said a... <laughs> I think it's probably it's more than 100 elephants it's a fuck of a lot of elephants <laughs> yeah. around in the air. Hang on, how much elephant weigh average weight African land. or Indian African are bigger, aren't they? African are much bigger. Well, an Asian elephant is... An African bush elephant is 6,000 kilograms. That's a big-ass elephant, that. That's a That's big elephant, so yeah. crazy. 6,000. It's more than. An Asian elephant is 5 point, was 5,400 kilos. So, <laughs> so that is 100 elephants. People are getting many uh 5,000 times 100. Yeah. That is 500,000. That's 100 elephants. 100 elephants. Right, well, now I know <laughs> that clouds and elephants are both big AF. And well heavy. And well heavy. <laughs> Couldn't lift either of them. So was that an average fluffy cloud? And the then, average fluffy cloud yeah. is that heavy. That's crazy. That is mental. But that's a big elephant. Well, that was an average elephant. <laughs> <laughs> the elephant's not relevant, really. It's no. irrelevant. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Um, well, that's a great joke, though, isn't it? Also, just before we carry on, if you can, um, if you're thinking, wow, these hybrid boys have really stepped up the sound quality on this podcast, 
It's because we're recording from our new studio. <laughs> yeah. um, so and let us know if it has worked, because it's not the most comfortable for us. <laughs> <laughs> we're lying on the floor in a small fort that we've created underneath some quilts <laughs> uh, to improve the sound quality. So let us know if that's worked. Um, <laughs> the actual subject of today's podcast, then, um, we just wanted to share some of the best bits of our recent hybrid holiday to Slovenia. What was your highlight, mate? Uh, I think racing uh, a seven-year-old up a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) I won. (laughs) Just. He was a sneaky (laughs) seven-year-old. It was a close race. It was. To be fair, Mark has been trading him probably since birth. He's not your average seven-year-old. He's probably like on par with like the Spartan seven-year-olds. Isn't he? <laughs> Basically, listen, you go Yeah. Basically, the Spartan. But yeah, um, no, it was um. Slash. One thing I took away from the holiday more than anything though was how unbelievably beautiful Slovenia is. Yeah, it's incredible. It's isn't it? so incredible. It's like if you ever get a chance to go, go. to that just it's, it's like a it's just I can't even describe how beautiful it is. All over, like even like Ljubljana was incredible. Maribor was so beautiful. Just driving from place to place, yeah. it was literally like they just picked up a road, put it in a forest, and then you get to drive through this forest. It's just amazing. It's like when you're driving, it looks like the mountains in the background have been painted there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally like such a stunning backdrop, isn't it? Absolutely stunning place. So yeah, definitely worth a visit. I think overall, it's like one of my. I think it's like the prettiest country I've been to. Yeah. Like the like you were saying, the whole country you drive like. Mm pretty much the entire width of it and it's it's literally like picturesque the entire Absolutely. way yeah and Ljubljana is the prettiest city isn't it yeah Slash. and the, it's home to the world's best beef burger uh, by a mile the world's best ice cream everyone yeah it's unbelievable Pop's place in Ljubljana is the best burger you will ever eat life changing it's yeah. changed my life changed <laughs> it three times now yeah. <laughs> It's almost putting back on the same course. No, no, it's just improved it every time. And then the the ice cream after is yeah. I th- I think Pop, Pop's place like the reason it's so good is it, it's just like the customer service is unbelievable and the the product the burger is so consistently good. Like every every little thing about it is unbelievable. Then like yesterday, just before we left. Ali had to run off to get um, to get his bus to the airport because he was leaving a little bit earlier. Um, the guy saw him leaving and hopped on a scooter and tried to chase him down with his burger to give it to him because he saw he was leaving. Uh, like, where where do you get service like that? It's, it's just incredible. It just, without, it, without asking us, like, mm. oh, should I do that? He literally like entirely off his own back, put the burger in a takeaway box instead. Hadn't been asked to at all. Got on a scooter. And tried to chase Ali down to Ljubljana. Ali is so hybrid and fast, though, that <laughs> a man on a motorized scooter couldn't actually chase him down. I'm pretty surprised that he couldn't catch me. Because yeah, I am the slowest walker. <laughs> I did actually cut it pretty fine for my for my bus, so I decided that How happy I had to walk it. If he had caught you I would have been so happy. I, I actually Sat thought in my head, in, a in, in my head, I was thinking that you would have picked the burger and run and caught me up. That's what I thought was going to happen. But we, we didn't have a chance. If it had come yeah. soon enough, we would have tried that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't because the no. guy yeah. left on it. Yeah. And also, their attention to detail. Yeah. Those chicken wings. 
Like, I've never been anywhere. They take that stupid, annoying little bone out of the chicken wing. So you can just suck the meat straight off both parts of the chicken wing. One bone. You don't realise how, how much difference that makes until you try it. And you're like, oh, yeah. wow. Life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes you very glowy, doesn't it, place yeah, like that? it does. Definitely. It was a life-changing experience. <laughs> so, so we went there twice, didn't we? Mm, twice. It was my... One, two, three, four. I think it was my... I've been six times to Pop's place now. In how many Gosh. visits to Ljubljana? Three. <laughs> it's a solid average, that. Yeah. yeah. I think I've had... One, two, three... I think I've had... Uh, 18 burgers between solid. 15 and 18 burgers there. that's solid but yeah so when um we that was on the day zero i suppose you could call it whenever we got to Ljubljana, we went straight to pop did we, did we go straight there yeah we went straight there straight to pop picked everyone up from the airport went straight to pop's place all had a life-changing burger <laughs> um, life-changing burgers <laughs> yeah actually yeah and then drove um up to maribor just sort of two hours to maribor and um all checked in at our accommodation, which was quality, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. cool. So, so cool. Like, we were staying in this hostel, and it was just, again, like, customer service was brilliant. Mm, yeah. And um, just, like, just not what you'd expect from a... From a from, hostel. Fr- from all, a 20-year 20, yeah. 20 hostel at all. Just, like, a really excellent place in um in the middle of Maribor, really, wasn't it? Lush. Yeah. And only like a three or four minute walk to the gym. Yeah. Perfect. So I think if we just go through this as a bit of a debrief of our itinerary, and then I'm sure we'll remember a little bit, so it'll be hilarious as we go. (laughs) So the day after, we went to Lake Bled. Lake Bled was unbelievable. Yeah. We and Tom have been before a couple of times. It's just so lush, isn't it? Yeah. So stunning. Unbelievably beautiful. Unbelievably beautiful. at Lake Bled, we when we got there, we just like chilled for chilled for an hour or so, did some handstands and stuff, whilst looking over the, the incredible lake, and also discovering how <clears throat> horrendously difficult swimming is. Oh, that wasn't yet, or was it not? We did that after we ran, which is maybe why it was. I so think I did. I think I did straight away. Well. I got in the water, tried to swim oh, twenty yeah. meters out, yeah. and almost died. Yeah, yeah we got, <laughs> jumped straight in the water. Um, and then looked around, everyone just like casually having a little chat, treading water, yeah. thinking this is, I'll get in, have, yeah. have a chat. <gasps> yeah, with your head like yeah. tilted at 90 degrees so you can just about gasp enough air. I think and then you look at Reb and Steph. Yeah. just They're like shoulders are out of the water. Just treading water as, as if they're standing they're on a, like an imaginary block. It. You look at them and their legs aren't doing anything. They're just like sitting in the water. I literally swum 20 meters, tread water for about a minute and swum back to the edge where I felt more safe. And my heart rate was at 140. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should probably do some... Considering how bad we all were at swimming. Yeah, I think we should do some swimming practice, Mm. to be honest. (laughs) Just for for some relevance, 140 is hard, consistent effort. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'd probably be at most of the time. Actually, no, it's probably higher than that if I'm doing it. Like, if you're doing a fairly steady run, that's what you want to be kind of at, roughly, isn't it? Tom Morgan's a very fit individual. <laughs> Apparently not. Not no. fit for swimming. Two minutes not. of swimming. Not fit for purpose. No. 
So that was that was incredible, and that was an amazing day. Yeah, yeah. Um, we ran around the lake as well, and just yeah. Tom felt the need to make up for how unfit he was at swimming, by <laughs> showing people he could run. <laughs> and that was lush, actually. Halfway around that run, um, there was this beautiful little like wooden thing that went out into the water, and um, a did, jetty. Did, did some, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a jetty. A jetty. A beautiful little wooden thing. <laughs> <I don't laughs> <think> that. <Yeah. laughs> there was a jetty. <laughs> And we were doing some um, hands on it, and then this little, this ten-year-old lad just came and started playing with come us. Come and started he, playing with us, didn't he? He beat me in a handstand competition. He was a good lad. Wasn't he, he? he was unbelievable at yeah. handstands. And he was well annoyed. He kept saying how, how rubbish his line was. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept moving his hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kept she, walking, didn't he? She, Jonathan last would have made him do press ups. Wouldn't yeah. He? <laughs> Surprised he didn't. To be fair. I know. <laughs> Connor. Yeah. Five press ups. So that was um. That was quality as well. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance to go to Lake Blood, I you should definitely go. Should definitely, definitely, definitely go. It is it like it's just a bit of an annoying place to get to, isn't it? Slovenia in general. Mm, yeah. yeah. So like you have to actively go out of your way to get there. Mm. But you definitely, definitely should. Yeah. For sure. And then that evening we um anything else happened a little bit that was funny? Probably. It uh, was we, we went swimming again and proved that oh, that it wasn't was, a fluke. Yeah. We then swam 50 metres. Uh, Tom had to turn back. Yeah. I turned round and had to get a little bit of help from Reb. <laughs> Reb uh, towed me back part of the way. Steph sure is unreal at swimming, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she's good at swimming. Amazing at swimming. Can you imagine trying to swim 800 metres? I genuinely think I might die if it was like... A to B, eight hundred meters. Yeah. Not sure I could make it. Mm-hmm. So without, I yeah, yeah. Not survive. Because treading water. That's the hardest. Harder than is really doing hard. forwards. Doing forwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, you don't really realise when you're actually swimming how hard it is, and then you stop to tread water. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do a few strokes of front crawl, then have to revert to breaststroke, and then tricep no, tired so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tricep pump from doing breaststroke. Yeah, you've got to go, go take that turn to like just lie on your back and just kick your legs a little bit so you don't sink and you're kind of moving a tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I get with breaststroke though, because apparently I was told afterwards you should move your arms and legs independently and not at the same time. Oh, is that where we're going wrong? When I do breaststroke, I kick my arms and legs at the same time. Yeah. And then I go like a little bit up as well as forwards and then lose that momentum and sink. <laughs> so I, I think that's why I feel like I'm going to drown more with breaststroke than front crawl. Fair. So, yeah. But maybe don't take swimming tips from us in this no. podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the best people to cool take swimming tips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or do you have ah oh, that pizza that the carpaccio pizza that evening? Yeah, there is that. Pizza. Do you know we went to this pizza? So we went back to Maribor, right? <laughs> and then um, went to this pizza place that we'd already been to the day before, banging pizza. Um, and they actually quite liked us the day before. We turned up. Yeah. We said, "Oh, you can't sit on one table." Yeah, can you have a table for twelve. No. You can have three tables of four. We were yeah. like, what? We, we actually ended up with four tables of three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Can we sit together? No, you can't do that. You're not allowed to move those tables. But no. you know, actually, like, it was... And then, no, and then they wouldn't split the bill yeah. by table. Mm. They insisted on giving us the bill for 12 people. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> but when you go out for a meal with 10 people, 12 people, 
you do only end up chatting to the person like to your left in front of you and mm. to your right anyway, but like in a little group. Otherwise, it's too hard to actually because you can't obviously have conversations across the table. So it actually ends up being like you have really good conversation with the people on your table, but yeah. it is quite, it is just like ridiculous. Yeah. That's funny. That's good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the next day we had our first session at Mark's gym. Everyone so, was quite, um, there's a bit of trepidation around that, wasn't there? There was a lot of trepidation around it that. It was uh, Valhalla, wasn't it? So for those Valhalla. who. Valhalla? Yeah. That was Valhalla. What does Valhalla mean? Uh, it means that you do a rehab session at Mark's gym. Should we <laughs> tell people what Mark's gym is? Should we talk about yeah. what Valhalla is first? So Valhalla Val- is um, where you go if you're a Viking and you die in battle and the Valkyries <laughs> um, deem you brave enough. Yeah, so you go and there's just constant feasting and drinking and... And you get to fight with um, uh, Odin at Ragnarok. Yeah. Mm. So that's what Valhalla that's is. That's Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting so many facts today. Yeah. Um, but for those that don't know Mark, Mark Goran Lorentzen, for his full title, um, owns the gym in Maribor, which is the most unbelievable gym space you'll ever go into. It's basically his kind of like private sort of, would you say, like exper- Imagine experiment Imagine a 15,000 square foot garage gym that is just, yeah, like kitted out exactly as you would want your garage gym kitted out. Yeah. And you let your mates train there too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go in there every day and just do experiments on yourself. Yeah. For three or four hours and make yourself the most ridiculously rigged and athletic 45-year-old that you can be. Yeah. And that's Mark's gym. Yeah, that is Mark's gym. It's um, it's literally unbelievable. It's, it's, it's one of those places, again, where, like, literally... You can you can tell how much time he spent thinking about where stuff should go and what kit yeah. should be in there and like how everything should be used and that sort of thing. It's um, just it's, it's got loads. Of, it's got so much character, hasn't it? Like um, yeah, it's like an it's, old like communist warehouse, mm. isn't it? It's got these like massive concrete pillars, and the ceiling the ceiling must be like seven or eight meters. It's, it's huge. So, yeah. like it's so it's like cavernous, but you don't feel it doesn't feel like empty. It's got this mm. like amazing atmosphere even if the music's off it's so but there's weird, like it's so excellent because there's like just around around the outside there's like a kids play area yeah which is amazing then you've got um you've got like bits of his old old high school so there his high school had an athletics track and he's taken those, and then that's where you, that's the deadlift yeah. platform. And it's just yeah. like it's just it has so much yeah. character. He he didn't just nick the track, by the way. He, <laughs> I, I think they were uh, resurfacing it, and he managed to get some of the track. And then the old um, he's got some um, yeah some gymnastic p bars that were used by the Slovenian world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like so like a lot and like of, repurposes stuff really well because he's yeah. got an old pommel horse from the gym, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's taken the like the handles off the pommel horse and uses it as um a bench for dumbbell benching and it's the, like the nicest the most comfortable thing i've ever benched on it's kind of like a b-pack bench yeah what's the bench in it? Yeah. it i've never used a b-pack what's <laughs> kind of very similar <laughs> you're right mate there's not a lot of room in this um sound studio is there there's not a huge amount of room but i'm i'm all good but yeah like mark's got sort of this reputation that everything's going to be really really hard and like like obviously calls it Valhalla. He, he, he kind of has this reputation partly just because he, he wants people that are, to go into the gym that actually want to train. Yeah. Um, but as a result of that, obviously quite a lot of the group were sort of 
quite nervous about going for the first time. Yeah. Um, but in the end, the, we, we went through the session that Mark planned and everyone absolutely smashed it. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was really nice to see sort of like, obviously when people first work it, walk in, they're just like quite quite nervous, like not, not sure what to expect from it. But um, Mark's actually like, obviously a really, really intelli- intelligent guy. And like he kind of programmed according to sort of like the group yeah. that we had. Which just was to actually, give everyone like the best experience they could yeah. have, didn't they? Yeah, because what 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 he wanted for people was to obviously experience the gym and something new, but also just maybe experience some lifts that they've not done before and and sort of like be able to use the kit that he's got there. So we did some um, some zercher squats with a fat axle bar. You had to which, like pick it, like deadlift it up. Yeah, um, but for anyone who's tried a zercher squat with a barbell, horrid. Yeah, axle bar is actually not too bad um, mm. to kind of hold in the crook of your elbow. Um, and a lot of the guys actually said they like preferred doing that to front squats, front squats. which is is sort of almost almost a like for like kind of um, yeah, yeah. squat variation. Like front loaded, isn't it? Um, and then and then we finished with um, uh, some sled drags and some sandbag carries and so, some kind of like modified strongman bits, which again a lot of people don't really get the chance yeah, to do yeah. sort of day to day, which is quite nice. Yeah, it was excellent. Those, those um, the sled drags were uh, pulls. Like lying down. Yeah, so you're lying lying on your back, and then you just keep pulling the rope with your arms, as opposed to um, just dragging with your legs. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like climbing a rope. It is. Yeah, it's like, like a, a rope. rope climb, but a strict one. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, and the gym's so big that that's literally like a thirty-five meter drag. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so long. You know, you feel like you've been dragging it for ages. Yeah. So you obviously do it for basically like a one RM. You just keep loading the sled as heavy as you can, and then on like your heaviest one, you just you look up and think, ah, oh, it must be like five metres away now. It's not. Still, Still well like far. 20 metres away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that was God. really, really fun. And everyone everyone, um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Got into it. it was really good fun, wasn't it? I think that afternoon was my favourite afternoon. Then, yeah, that was a great afternoon. The, um, that's when we hiked up the massive, mm. huge hill. The massive, huge hill. There was a massive, huge hill. I would call that ginormous. Yeah. It was definitely bigger than a hill. Yeah. yeah, it was actually, I think, technically a mountain. It was a mountain, <laughs> and as a result, when we walked up it, it wasn't called a walk. No, that's called a hike. Yeah. So another little fact for you. Yeah, I I uh, didn't know this. If you change elevation as you go for a walk, you are going for a hike. <laughs> Open to discussion though. Yeah, because I don't know what the the story has got to be a degree of this. Like, like what is. It's got to be an amount that suddenly it becomes a hike, not a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a couple of hundred metres. At least a hundred metres. I reckon it's got to be more than that. Well, it was definitely more than a couple yeah, of hundred yeah. metres. Also, it was that 720 metres. Brings me to another point up. about how ridiculous activity trackers are. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Why do activity trackers measure then, vertical Garmin? elevation in number of floors? Yeah. What, what does that mean? It's the most ridiculous I know. measure I'm going to walk up a mountain. I need to know how that equates to if it was a fucking skyscraper instead. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it literally makes no sense at all. It should just have, because obviously a floor equates to an amount of metres. Yeah. Just metres. Yeah. <laughs> up. Fine. Why floor? What the fuck is a floor? Is it four or five metres? That's high for a floor, isn't it? think so i don't know Are you assume that every ceiling's five meters no most ceiling like standard is like 2.4 yeah yeah okay 
Well, either way, we did many flaws. Yeah, <laughs> we did so many flaws Over that day. 200 of them. That was potentially my favourite moment of the holiday, actually, as well, because um, essentially we were walking up and Guy and Tom walk rapid. Guy <laughs> was racing the seven-year-old who's just so quick. <laughs> so we've been walking for what? Maybe it's, it's like a two-hour walk up, isn't it? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Mark told us it was an hour walk. That wasn't true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then me, Jay, and John were struggling up at the back. And um, after about an hour and 45 of walking, like just, you just uh, get into the, it was quite cloudy, just got into the sun. And it's about what, five or six o'clock at this time? I have no idea what you mean by cloudy. When we were um, walking up the hill, it was cloudy until we got to like up, no, up to the top. they were trees. They were shading. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was, it was a bit cloudy to be fair when we started. I, I disagree. It was. No, if you I look got, at it, I, I can show you, you on my phone when we, when, when, we, when we cleared that bit of the gondola and I was looking at the gondola, it was not, it was not sunny. Yeah, it was a bit cloudy at the bottom, mate. Well, maybe. And so anyway, so we boiling. just this break into the sun, think we're at the top, hear this excellent music playing. And think, oh, this walk's finished. Brilliant. <laughs> and it, um, <clears throat> went, it, no one was there. However, it was this random guy's birthday. So we went in, they gave us like four free drinks. <laughs> and we sang him happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to essentially walk up a ski slope to get to everyone else. And we were very, very <laughs> slow. <laughs> slow slash drunk. Slow slash drunk. Walking uphill with a beer was actually a very good experience, though. Do you enjoy your beer? Walking I had that was that was the most enjoyable beer I had in my life. Gosh, it was incredible. <clears throat> it was. It, I had about six first sips. Oh, that's good. That's great. The mm, first sip of excellent. any beer is always obviously the best, and that's the only sip that Ali tends to ever enjoy. Mm. Um, not a big I, beer drinker. I you, tend mate. to share a first sip with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a beer? No, I'll have your first sip, please, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But that was so we um, ended up at the top of the mountain, which was what about a thousand meters in the end. Yeah, only actually climbed about seven hundred or something, but the actual peak was about a thousand. And so the views over Maribor were just stunning. And we stayed up there, had some more drinks in the sun, and had some food, didn't we? Yeah, that was, was such a quality afternoon. Yeah, it was a lush day. It's an absolutely lush day. Literally, like perfect day. Like some fun training in the morning. Chill afternoon, and then a hard little bit of evening activity. Yeah. Amazing. It was great. Next day? Next day, more walking at the mountain. Oh, yeah. Next day, you did more walking, didn't we? Yeah. Got the yeah. gondola up this time, though, to be fair. And it was a much gentler stroll, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was a lush way to start the day, though. Yeah, so literally, it's so, it's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. But I think, like, from the outside looking in, it seems like all we seem to do is, like, hard things. But the reality is, like, over the first th two and a half days, we did an hour of hard training at Valhalla. Yeah. yeah. Really? And then like, the rest of it was, like, exploring new things, playing, um, walking, drinking, <laughs> eating food, having ice cream, having burgers. So, like, it it seems like it's a... It kind of, like, fit, looks like it's really hard. And it's almost like when I was, um, when I was like, 15 that sort of age I used to you, you know you see people like who go on fitness holidays or they go like on walking holidays you're like oh, so 
boring. What are you doing? <laughs> Surely there's better things to do with your time. But like when you combine like doing things with your t- normal holiday of like going with your mates, going to the beach, going out drinking, all those kind of things, it makes everything loads more fun. Yeah. Because just like, I mean, not not for everyone, but for a lot of people, just going up to a place and just drinking and staying by the pool, like for me, that is really boring. Yeah. However, I love going to a pool and getting really drunk. <laughs> so you just say so like, so like um, when you can combine all those things with like excellent people, it it just may, it just gives you so much fulfillment. Like we were there for what five days. Yeah. It literally felt like about ten. Because every day was like exploring something new, and when you do, when you are traveling and you do new things, you literally experience time slower. So like, I don't know if you've ever been on, um, you know, when you go on a first day of holiday and you get there in the morning, and then by the evening you're like, you think back to the morning and it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. yeah. In a normal day to day life, um, you get get up in the morning, go to work. By the evening, you think back to the morning and it's like it doesn't feel very long ago. Yeah. That is literally like. You relatively have experienced more time because you, when you're when your brain's taking in new things, things you haven't seen before, you experience time at a slightly slower rate. Um, so you're, you're, it's it's just like going to a new place or doing something new. It's like you're just so much more present. Whereas like in your day to day stuff, your brain does take shortcuts. It's just like to save energy. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's like when you autopilot things, like you can be like when you get in the car and drive somewhere that you drive all the time. It's like you can get there and be like, fuck, how, how does it actually get here? Um, whereas that, like, when you're in somewhere new, you just don't get that because you're just taking in all, all of this new stuff. Yeah. And like Ali was saying, it's just like the holiday's not just like, it's not just kind of like a military kind of fitness boot camp where we want everyone to drop loads of weight because that's not what the what it's, it's about at all. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> I think, I think it's quite expending probably loads more calories than they would usually. Yeah. yeah. It's so good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everywhere. It's just literally about exploring, seeing new things, being active with a, like a group of people that you like spending time with, uh, and just having a, an excellent time generally, and eating lots of great food, having a few beers, having some ice creams. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that's literally it. Yeah, but yeah, the food was incredible in Slovenia. Mm-hmm. To be fair, like yeah, you go to a service station and there's like beef goulash amazing there's the sandwiches there are just some of the best sandwiches i've ever had yeah just from a service station and not even like a it's just a random little like it li- the service station was just a petrol station yeah, basically yeah, yeah. yeah and the and the sandwiches are three euros and incredible yeah mm. makes you so mad when you like go like I, when i got to heathrow yesterday yeah i got a, like a it was five quid and it was like it was the uh, the airport sandwich. Terrible is quite sandwich. Bad dish, to be fair. Yeah. The no, because sandwich. did you go through to the second bit? Yeah, we didn't do that. The food there was excellent. Mm. Oh, fair. There was loads of it as well. Yeah. Mm, we missed that. That was where the goulash and stuff was. Bang in. <laughs> very sad. <laughs> um. So yeah. So in the first two and a half days, we we did a little bit of hard training and loads of excellent fun. Yeah. What, what else we do, mate? Uh, what do we do? So we, Sunday afternoon, we were uh, back in back, back in, the, in gym. the gym. Day three, back in the gym. Obviously, had to do some handstands. Yeah, yeah. So there probably did. were a few fewer handstands than I was expecting. Mm. This holiday, actually. Yeah. So we, we don't. Do it's it. not just hard things and handstands. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> say we actually uh, broadened our repertoire. <laughs> no, no, no. I think the point was we always have. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
And we actually but, um, went through some handstands, which was lush because we had, uh, I think, like maybe a more mixed group than the first holiday we did. Yeah. It was really nice, like, doing like lots of different levels of handstands with people. There's people like much better handstands than some of us. Like, Naomi's like absolutely sick in doing some one arm stuff. You, you took mm-hmm. me through some one arm drills, which is excellent. But then, equally, me and Tom had a chance to coach people who, um, like Jay does does our does the online program, but doesn't get much chance to actually get coached in person doing it. So it was lush, like spending a bit of time um, actually coaching people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you think about the the range of abilities with um with handstands was like some people like like John Clark for example, a free w- w- once he kicks up and you spot him, his PB is around like two or three seconds, mm. and then you got Naomi whose PB is upwards of two minutes. Yeah. Um. So you've got this massive <clears throat> range of people. Um, but the reality is, it doesn't like it really doesn't matter what what level they're at. What they're doing is, as a group, all playing, improving, and gaining more confidence, gaining more skill um, together. And like and like you said, it was it was so lush to be able to coach. Um, it's so nice to be able to coach coaches sometimes because mm. they really appreciate being coached. Yeah, and it, it just makes you feel you like potentially even more glowy sometimes yeah like get get because you they they just give you like they really do appreciate that 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 yeah. coaching and they take it on board and they really really listen not not that other people don't because everyone really really does but um when you ex- when, when you experience something yourself it makes you appreciate it more yeah, yeah but I, I never really knew about um like when we were in rome and you've got fresh pasta and not fresh pasta, it took me to actually make fresh pasta to, 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 to have an appreciation for how much better that dish is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was literally just thinking that same thing. It's like we did that um, sort of Italian cooking course and like, I'm probably not gonna ever make pasta again, but by doing that, it gives you an appreciation of what goes into it and it makes you actually appreciate the food even more. Um, yeah, but definitely. but back to Ali's point about like the group it's like I think that was that, that was one of the biggest things for me is just like seeing how well everyone bonded not that I didn't ex- expect that they would but when you look at like the range of people that we had there we had like obviously Naomi who's sort of um mid-20s re- like has done loads of gymnastics re- like really really athletic that like her handstand stuff is like unbelievable um to John Clark who's ex-strong man was 180 kilos now 120 um, obviously still really, really, really strong, but wants to try and sort of unlock a little bit of bodyweight skill stuff. So strong that he won the Gary Dorn strong award. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also people like um, Brian, who's 55, has had like quite a few little, like he had like a niggle in his wrist, niggle in his shoulder. Um, and still like everyone just kind of cracks on at their yeah, own level. And a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like Brian's handstands by the end of the holiday were excellent. I was like spotting yeah. through some that were like, you, after being spotted up, he was like, I, I'm sure he hit like 10 seconds at one point, which is excellent. Incredible. Yeah. At like 55, what, training training age in the gym of like- Three years? Three, three years, if that. Yeah. It's like so, excellent. Done, yeah. Obviously it's, done some, bit, done some bits yeah. before, but not like sort of progressively mm-hmm. trained. Um, yeah, that, that that was literally like so lush to see, and just see kind of everyone's confidence grow every time we sort of went into the gym. Like by the end, of, like the session that we did, the last session that we did at Mark's gym, which was like finished with quite a hard conditioning block, 
Um, it was just awesome seeing everyone absolutely smash that. And sort of like, if you'd said to them at the start of the week, they're like, this is what we're, this is what we're going to come build up to do. Everyone would be like, there's it no way I can do that. Quite hard. Um, oh, it was like, it was, it was really hard. Um, but everyone, everyone just cracked on and sort of like the sense of achievement that you get from that is just, is just so kind of empowering. Yeah. I think doing it in, um, in Mark's gym as well, like yeah. it makes it just that, like more of an experience than just like doing a hard conditioning some like session somewhere else yeah like doing it in that that atmosphere it yeah just makes it like a completely different experience that you couldn't really have yeah. anywhere else 100 percent, which is excellent yeah you just can't replicate that can you nope and then final evening is um beers <laughs> do you remember <laughs> that ali <laughs> didn't you miss out the whole morning no, final morning no we went to the gym and did that hard session yeah but we were speaking about hand stands a minute ago Oh, right, yeah. What did we do that evening? Ate some food. Oh, those salads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good salads um, in Slovenia. Actually, we should this not have rose-tinted glasses on. I had some negative feedback on the holiday that one of the more unpleasant experiences people had was watching you and me share a salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... I. I we don't eat the most, um, in the most, what's the right word? When we share food. <laughs> <laughs> Ali's one of the few people I can share food with because I don't feel like I'm being selfish when I share food with Ali. Because <laughs> we both eat. So we shovel food into our mouth at a very similar rate. <laughs> <laughs> that food is really good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Two salads and a burger, which I oh, That's amazing food, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was great food that night. The food was amazing everywhere because that wasn't even the best yeah. food we had. It was literally incredible everywhere. Wasn't mm. it? Really, like, unbelievably reasonable price as well. Yeah. It we went to like, a really, really nice steakhouse that night and grilled chicken salad was... Like 11 years? Yeah. yeah. A yeah. massive, massive it was salad. huge, like huge salad. Amazing. Probably was, would have been enough for mm. one person. But we did have to wait an hour and a half for our food. So. Yeah, but the service was really good. So yeah, it was fun. a very good service. Yeah, she did say, didn't she? Mm, said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to say something. Yeah, so that was on the was that was what, so that was day three or day four that evening. Uh, day three. Day three. Day three. And then yeah, so like we said before, day four we did. We actually stopped. We actually did quite a lot of ring stuff on day four before we did the really. That hard was actually my favourite coaching bit. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, I got watching um, John Clark. Big John Clark. On the rings. It was so incredible to watch. Yeah. Like I literally, because I, because I was just, um, I was chatting to Mark at that point, for the, uh, for the duration of that, like, whilst you guys were coaching the rings, and I just got to observe like you guys coaching, and um, everyone just picking up all those skills and knocking new bits, um, and to see someone like John Clark, who like you know probably when he was 180 kilos, never in a million years thought he was going to ever yeah. play on rings. Would have probably been an elbow when he was that heavy as well because he was such a strong guy. But yeah, um, elbows might have exploded. Yeah, shoulders might him, have fallen off. But to see him doing some like ring supports, to see him doing some meat hooks, to see him hanging upside down in the rings, and like the smile that he had on his face afterwards yeah, was just yeah. it made yeah. you so glowy. It's lush, especially that's one of the things like John said. He's like a little bit nervous like going into stuff like the rings because it is a bit intimidating, and then seeing a hundred twenty-five kilo bloke just like. <laughs> Flipping himself upside down and doing forward rolls and yeah. bird cages on the rings. It's just like Yeah, that bird cage was so, so, it yeah, so, it was so aesthetic, good. didn't it? It was so yeah. pretty. It was excellent. 
which is like that's that is like the whole point of like we do like the bodyweight skill training it's not that you always have to get to like the very highest level it's just like unlocking all those new bits makes training so much more fun mm-hmm. and, like adding yeah. a new dimension to it doesn't it yeah so it's lush to be able to like spend a week like really really going a little bit deeper in some of that stuff with people absolutely yeah it's just cool. physical freedom isn't it? being able to play as many games as possible yeah um exactly is what play, hybrid is all about play all the games yeah Definitely. do it with some people that you love and you'll have a great life and then we played a really hard game after that, that was <laughs> a hard game <laughs> it's one of the hardest games is it 10 10k ski relay 10k ski 20k bike 20k bike uh, relay yeah with heavy sandbags as the timer and heavy sled pushes as the timer on the bike yeah and then extra bits that was hard work I, I did a post about that actually so if you want to check out the whole workout rather than us explain it here which will be really confusing mm. There's a video, it might still be on Instagram stories of me explaining it, probably quite badly because people did get confused during the workout. So. <laughs> but it was excellent. That was a, and it was so nice as well because of because of the way the workout was essentially once we finished the 10k ski and the 20k bike, then we're done. That was the, that was the, the the thing that had to be done. And so once the ski was done, it was only the bike left, and then. Everyone just gathered around the bike and was just Poor cheering. Steph. It was, yeah. it was just, it was yeah. like it was just cheering yeah. Steph on. So I remember I was like, um, just in the middle of the room, and there was about ten people all around Steph and just giving so much encouragement and watching her just absolutely smash it. Yeah. And what I loved most about that was like it was Jay's favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay getting to watch people like encourage was literally his favorite part of the holiday, which is just makes you so glowy. Yeah. It kind of speaks how much of an excellent bloke he is as well. Yeah. But, um, I, I remembered actually. I I loved it because my first time in Mark's gym, we did a similarish session, didn't we? Like yeah. um, ski or relay. And you um, finished that, didn't you? And I finished that. <laughs> so I, I remember having like all of Mark's gym like around me, screaming at me, like to finish the sprint on the ski. I think I threw up after, but I remember like how cool an experience that is. Like mm-hmm. I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's that session generally is like. It's so nice because it's not just like hard conditioning. Like when you're doing a group like that, and you kind of, it's almost like you're working for each other a little bit because, yeah. like, your mate, you know, your mates on the bike or ski, so you've got to get there as, as quick as possible so they're not like suffering for like for ages and ages. It kind of get like it, it gives it a little bit more of a point to it, and it's just mm-hmm. like it's really really nice for like allowing the group to bond as well. But I think that's like the main point of those sessions, really, because I like we've spoken before about not doing things you don't want to do and like. I think a lot of people make fitness look a lot more serious and hard. They do these hard sessions all of the time. Mm -hmm. And actually in terms of like a training effect, they're not very useful. Like you're training too hard really for like too long. You're not actually driving a specific adaptation. For those, you're better off like doing an aerobic session, like becoming like really aerobically fit and doing Mm -hmm. like lots of little sprints. But I think like what those sessions are excellent for is just the, like the experience of doing it as a team. Yeah. Like that's the main thing you're getting out of them. Definitely. When you um, say aerobic session, I just imagine like. Imagine diving. My head back on. Spandex. Rainbow headband. Yeah. Bright coloured, sp- bright coloured leggings. Doing um. Step jump- class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping back and forth with his arms playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what we're working on next. Yeah. The warm ups. <laughs> Uh, I need some brighter leggings, actually. Yeah. My headband. Hybrid leggings. 
We do need to get a set of purple hybrid leggings, to be fair. Definitely do. Yeah. Hybrid leggings, hybrid vest, hybrid cap coming soon. Yep. Um, and then on that on that last sort of full day, that was the beers. That was the beers and the hybrid awards. Is it more actually more Hugo Spritz? To be fair, <laughs> Alan discovered a new drink, didn't he? Yeah, it's a banging drink. If you've not had it before, <laughs> it's Hugo, Hugo Spritz. Spritz. Uh, I don't know, dear. Nah, it's got some. Some mint or basil. Mint or basil, <laughs> depending on where you go. I thought it was spinach at one point. <laughs> it was not. Mint or basil, depending on where you go. And also, um, a bit of advice, if you do go to Slovenia, don't ask for uh, sparkling wine, because they will give you wine, and then they will top it up with sparkling water. <laughs> I think that was just that one restaurant, to be fair. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we, we, did, we did have some Prosecco somewhere, didn't we? Yeah. Or sparkling wine somewhere. Yeah. But that was we went to this um, almost... You found it on TripAdvisor, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It was it's kind of, it, um, Mark was saying it was like traditional Yugoslavian food rather yeah. than traditional Slovenian food. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it, was, more like, it was more like from Bosnia? Because it was, yeah, it was a Bos- Bosnian restaurant, but mm. you were saying there's just um, sort of like so many ethnicities there. Yeah, yeah. There was kind of a combination of all those all those dishes. That food was like next level. Wasn't it? So good, wasn't it? Yeah. Got like um, got a mixed grill, mixed grilled vegetables, some like chicken and livers and then some goulash and stuff and we just shared it but um, well that's that's what me die uh, and a couple others had and we shared it and it just had so much flavor yeah it's just like amazing amazing food yeah what did you get i had mixed grill as well and then a spicy bean mm. um stew i guess yeah was that so, the thing that came with some potato no that was just potato <laughs> there was something that like, came with like really nice mashed potato oh yeah no it was a meatball thing I think yeah we had some of that as well actually yeah amazing the food was unbelievable yeah proper strongman food as Mark said is that what he said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was I, I, I still can't believe how good the food was just all over the country it was it was excellent yeah uh, and then we did a few awards which was quite nice just yeah. like just acknowledging people for sort of either little things that they've done or like it was it was a bit of a laugh really it was. wasn't it it's like it, nothing sort of like really serious but just kind of as a little bit of a thank you to everyone uh, that came I think to... I think my favorite of that was um was giving was Jane though I mean like because if you think about like um, just to give you a bit of background about Jane she I mean you you know Jane the best don't you mate but like um. <laughs> she's had loads of back issues in the past and yeah. um like she sucks really really it. sucks and for a very very long time um really wanted to start doing some handstands but was like she was practicing them but was so scared to even to even kick up against the wall and um and that was you know almost a year ago and now to watch her almost have no back pain during any training sessions um and yeah, her deadlifts come on so much. Like it's the last, incredible. I mean, she's been on the program since mm. we started it over a year ago. Yeah. But the last like three, four months, her deadlifts just gone up like month on month now. Like, it's yeah. been so cool to see. And just to watch her, just you know, joining with really, really hard, like tough training sessions, and then just chuck about handstands yeah. when she's really tired. Um, it's just so brave and like it's just so inspiring to watch. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's uh, just acknowledging how how much progress she's made over the last year and a half of that. and and what they, what it's done for her because it's meant that she's now able to just play all these games completely pain free have all the fun go to a handstand class every every week with John Last who's probably the best handstand coach I've ever met in my life 
Um, and obviously a top bloke as well. It's just it's just lush to watch, lush to see. That's yeah. why we gave her the Medal of Valor. It is what we gave her the Medal of Valor. <laughs> Being so brave. What's the Medal of Valor, DL? Uh, it's the highest hybrid honour you can earn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For being very brave. I think we made it up, didn't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's been around for years. Yeah. <laughs> People go their whole life wanting to earn the Medal of Valor. The Hybrid Medal of Valor. The Hybrid Medal of Valor. <laughs> yeah. You, you might get a big bag of sweets if you do. <laughs> yeah. So I'd love a big bag of sweets. Yeah. That'd be well nice. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like our last our last evening in Maribor. And then the following day, uh, we just traveled back to Ljubljana and did a session at Vigo which is again another unbelievable facility um but that that runs more as a kind of semi-private small group and larger group kind of training facility um so we were lucky enough to be able to train there which was sort of mostly mostly just based around sort of some movement stuff and a bit bit of handstands yeah bit of recovery and obviously knowing that we were going to be sort of traveling for quite a while um that evening um just so that everyone was kind of going into the sort of flight feeling as, as fresh and as good as possible and then just a little bit of a sightseeing uh sightseeing afternoon and obviously a no, few more burgers first yeah more burgers um of course and some sightseeing in ljubljana and which ice cream. and ice cream oh and a beaver oh yeah i still think it was an otter mate it's definitely a beaver mate his tail was too narrow to be an otter no, uh, head. A beaver. The otter's head aren't that shape they were much narrower heads i don't believe you well we'll I never know <laughs> wouldn't question you if this was about a plane would I? Yeah, I don't know would you I don't really know about planes so you this can... is about a turbine <laughs> I'd be passing it right over to you this is um, on my watch now okay I'll give you that one it was a, it was definitely a, an otter though it was a beaver <laughs> I know a beaver when I see one <laughs> gosh <laughs> Ali do you think it was a beaver or an otter definitely a beaver yeah thank you mate do you think yeah uh, I disagree you look like a beaver. It was def- I look like a beaver. Right now. <laughs> Do I? I don't see many beavers. Like. <laughs> um, yeah, Ljubljana was just lovely to walk around as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Really, really pretty. Such a beautiful city. But then we did have to spend so long travelling, didn't we? Travelling was oh. hard. Yeah. Our flight oh, it was so long. EasyJet delayed again, Thanks, as per. EasyJet. Of course they were. They don't care though, because every time I'm delayed with EasyJet, I've got a passive aggressive Instagram story up. And <laughs> <not once laughs> They've like, never replied. They replied that's, and said, we're sorry. <laughs> that's odd. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, like an absolutely lush few days. And like I said, it was, it was so nice to see it, like having such a diverse group kind of come together and sort of progress their skills just and just have a lot of fun through those those five days it was just yeah it was just lush so quality wasn't it it was so i think we'll definitely be going back to Slovenia, but we might not go via stansted because that's, yeah. ter- that's a terrible idea terrible idea to go via stansted's stansted. well far away idea that was yeah ridiculous terrible um yeah so that'll probably be that'll probably change yeah but we'll definitely be going we'll back to Slovenia. We'll hike over. <laughs> hike I can over. swim. Oh no, we can't swim. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, swim no, we, just, we can just like um, get armbands. 
Can you imagine how long that would take us? We're all about um, being appropriate to everyone's level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should have bought ourselves some armbands. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Do you do yeah. armbands? Oh, sorry. Um, I tried to put one on recently. Didn't go very well. No. It's unsurprising, really, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. All in all. Excellent it was, holiday. It was so quality, wasn't it? Yeah. Literally amazing. What's the one thing then that stands out the most from the whole thing? I know we, we sort of did a bit at the start, didn't we? But one thing off the top of your head right now, favourite moment of the holiday. So my favourite moment care. was when we um, turned the hill, what we thought was the top, <laughs> and then we um, dragged, well not dragged in, we were offered to come in for some, because we literally thought it was a bar, right? And we went, and they said, we'll tell you where to go if you come in for a beer. We were like, okay, absolutely. Went to go and pay for these beers, and they're like, your money's no good here. <laughs> um, we sang happy birthday to this guy, and then they brought out these absolutely awful shots. <laughs> we were doing shots with all these locals. Um, and then, yeah, me, Jay, and John just like walked up the last half an hour just a little bit pissed and just having a great time walking up this massive mountain. And then we got to the top, and we saw everyone, and everyone was cheering, and it was... A really, really nice afternoon. Thanks, Lash. Tom, your favourite moment? I think my favourite moment was the um, the last session we did in Mark's gym, both the like the ring stuff and seeing everyone progress with that, and also just um, how everyone kind of like pulled together for the, the hard condition at the end. Grunt work. Um, the grunt work. Yeah, that was that was Lash. That was Lash, and I, I think as as well, just the kind of the transformation people tend to see in Mark over sort of like the course of a few days. Yeah, like yeah, when, when you when you first meet him, he's a bit like grew at the start of Despicable Me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end, he's like same as in the film. He's like you actually realise he's actually like re- like a really really kind bloke, like really really sweet, and actually like he, he cares like so much. Mm. Um, so that that was absolutely lush as well. Obviously, like I, I knew that anyway, but yeah. it's like it's nice to see everyone else like kind of sort of from the persona he puts on sort of social media to kind of what he's actually like in person um i thought that was lush and i think i said at the start i think my favorite moment was racing mark's son up the mountain (laughs) and i think especially it was when mark um mark said after how like happy it made him like watching because we were just like playing i I didn't really really speak to anyone else for like two hours i just (laughs) was at the front of the trail with um with lorenzo for like two hours and it was like constant you know when you're like half racing someone but he couldn't speak english and i i couldn't speak slovenian so it's like unspoken thing tell us that he couldn't speak slovenian yeah. as if the assumption was that he, he, he could. i might be able to <laughs> i probably should be able to speak more slovenian. to be fair his english is also. definitely better than your slovenian yes yeah, very true <laughs> fella Families, thank you. I know. <laughs> well, well, everyone then. else might not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that wasn't for your benefit. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I speak Slovenian. So. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing that thing where, like, you know, it's like that unspoken rule where you're sort of like edging ahead of each other, and then all of a sudden you both start like running up a steep bit of slope. And at the end of the, at the end, he, we were both. Um, Tom was actually ahead of us both a little bit, and he was a little bit tired. So I like stooped down and was like trying to uh, mime to him like running to overtake Tom to beat him up the top of the hill and he was like looked at me and he's like nah I'm too tired too tired and um, so I was like oh okay then so I carried on walking he lagged behind a little bit five seconds later 
little get just like bolts off ahead of me, <laughs> making a break for the top. So that was so much fun, like do, like sprinting that last like like twenty thirty meters up the hill with him. Like loads of fun. I did like just that element of play just reminds you like that's that's why you you do it so you can just always play and like be a kid with everything. Absolutely, yeah. and that's that is that is just so it's just so lush and it like and you so easy to forget that you are really you still have all those things that you have when you're a kid except now you think that doing that is like not socially acceptable yeah and that you just never should lose that like a kid wants to climb a mountain and to make it fun he wants to just have a little race great but then like when you get a bit older you just think that that's not that's not fun anymore but the reality is, like you, 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 you still do. Yeah. If 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 you're allowed to see it in a in a manner that is that is, that is fun. So that is that is, that is what I should see. Right then, I think that is everything. That is rounds up an overall seven out of seven holiday. Hybrid yeah. holiday two point uh, in the books. Yeah. Summarized. Three point coming soon. Coming Stay soon. Tuned. Yeah, that right was then. amazing holiday. Thanks, boys. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Fist bump. Cheers for listening, guys. Boom, boom, boom.